0: Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As these mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds your people, from this time forth and forevermore. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands and do wrong. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. But those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. Peace be upon Israel. Second Kings chapter two verses nine through twenty two. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for you before I am taken from you. And Elisha said, Please let there be a double portion of your spirit on me. And he said, You have asked a hard thing. Yet if you see me as I am being taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if you do not if you do not see me, it shall not be so. And as they still went on and talked, behold, chariots of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them, and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen, and he saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces, and he he took up the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the coat of Elijah that had fallen from him, and struck the water, saying, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he had struck the water, the water was parted to the one side and to the other, and Elisha went over. Now when the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho saw him opposite them, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. And they said to him, Behold now, they are with your servants, fifty strong men. Please let them go and seek your master. It may be that the spirit of the Lord has caught him up and cast him in, up upon some mountain or in some valley. And he said, "You shall not send." And but when they urged him till he was ashamed, he said, "Send." They sent therefore fifty men, and for three days they sought him, but they did not find him. And they came back to him while he was still staying at Jericho, and he said to them, "Did I not say to you, do not go?" Now the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, the situation of this city is, is pleasant, as my Lord sees, but the water is bad, and the land is unfruitful. He said, Bring me a new bowl, and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went to the spring of water, and threw salt in it, and said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this water. From now on neither death nor miscarriage shall come from it. So the water has been healed to this day, according to the word that Elisha spoke. Acts chapter 3 verse 17 through chapter 4 verse 4 And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets that his Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus. Whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all things about which God spoke by the mountain of his holy prophets long ago. Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You shall listen to him in whatever he tells you, and it shall be that every soul who does not listen to that prophet shall be destroyed from the people. And all the prophets who have spoken, from Samuel and those who came after him, also proclaimed these days. You are the sons of the prophets and the covenant that God made with your father saying to Abraham and in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed god having raised up his servant sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness and as they were speaking to the people the priests and the captain of the temple and the sadducees came upon them greatly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming jesus proclaiming in jesus the resurrection from the dead And they arrested him and put him in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to about five thousand. Good morning and welcome to the sixth day of Advent three. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Albany, Oregon. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm one twenty five, Second Kings 2, and Acts 3, and I, I announced this in another episode, but I think I may have made that Advent 4, which is already on first forward, but I had been announcing the liturgical day as which day of Advent, but I'm trying to actually form first formation around the liturgical week, and in Advent, uh, in any... Uh, liturgical season. The week is uh, it's crowned by the Sunday, and the three days preceding Sunday look toward Sunday, and the three days after Sunday look back on that Sunday. And the readings of those three days are related. The Psalms are usually the same, and then the Old Testament New Testament reading typically have some kind of theme that relates directly to the Sunday reading. So we are on the sixth day of the Third week of Advent, which is Tuesday, uh, December nineteenth. Um, and that being said, I, uh, the readings were really long, so I'll try and keep this brief. But I did want to point out at the very end, as um, Chapter four is wrapping up, at least in this this passage, many of those who heard the word believed. The number of the men came to about five thousand. And five thousand, you may recall, comes from the feeding of the five thousand, or it may evoke, or echo the five thousand, which does appear in Luke. And those five thousand, I've as I've pointed out in there's a, a blog I was sent or a Substack I was sent by I don't know some random evangelical pastor, and he talks about how the feeding of the five thousand happens on the north side of the Sea of Galilee. That was a quiet space where Jews could, uh, or Judeans to be more specific, could gather and possibly strategize against Rome. It was far from the Roman capital at Caesarea Maritima, and it was also away from the Jewish capital in Jerusalem. And so it was this kind of brigand uh, kind of staging point for major conflicts that would later erupt. And so when it appears here, this 5,000, when it kind of uh, makes me think of the feeding of the 5,000, even though it's in Jerusalem, it does evoke that feeding scenario. And this blog, which I reposted, and then I think it's on the training room uh, as feeding the legion, which I'll include in the show notes. Um, I point out that the, the original author didn't seem to notice. He has all these, all these military things, and how you know swords are not as uh, useful as as forks because he's feeding them, and he's feeding literally a you know a military personnel, or at least highly 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 symbolized military personnel. Um, and 5,000 here, again, I it makes me think that this is, again, another time in which symbolically, metaphorically, parabolically, Jesus and his movement are are raising up armies, literally legions of 5,000 each. A legion included anywhere between 4,800 and 5,200 individual soldiers. Um, now, that's not... Jesus never encountered the legions. They weren't anywhere near where he was when he was alive. Uh, It wasn't until after he died, 30 or 40 years after he died, in 66 CE, when the Great War occurs and the temple is destroyed and legions are used for that and then remain stationed around Judea, Samaria, Perea, Syria. Um, But when Jesus was alive, he just encountered cohorts of 2,000. No, 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 no. One thousand, five hundred each. Um, I always get my Roman numbers kind of mixed up, but the five thousand. So they're they're preaching this kind of fine brimstone sermon, kind of a uh, uh, an insult disguised as a compliment, by saying you know, God is raising up His servant, and He sent Jesus to you, the Jews first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness, right, right? like this backhanded compliment. And then, oh, don't you know, about a legion heard and believed what uh, Peter and John are saying or have said publicly. They are raising armies just as Roman generals would, or at least they're organizing armies to do the thing that God has come to do, which is to wage war against the forces of evil. Um, and the, I also, whenever I was trying to remember, there's this really important parallel between Captain Marvel, also known as the centurion of great faith from Matthew eight, Luke seven, and John four. Um, Captain Marvel is, uh, foreshadowed by another military commander in the old Testament in two Kings four, second Kings four. Um, and I couldn't remember if it was Elijah or Elisha, and the, it's Elisha, um, who um, this commander by the name of Naaman the, the Syrian, um, he goes to Elisha to be healed of this skin disease. Um, you know, Leprosy is this kind of umbrella term, but he's got something wrong with him, and he wants to be made better. And his Israelite servant girl says, oh, we have a prophet who can heal you, and they go out and they find Elisha. Uh, and Leisha tells um, Naaman through his servants, hey, go wash in the River Jordan six times or seven times, I can't remember, um, and you'll be cleansed. And this word he uses, wash, is the only place in the Septuagint where baptizo occurs, linking the baptism that John preaches and that Jesus kind of makes his own, this baptism of repentance um, that cleanses one from sin, seems to be very... You know, seems to be influenced Uh, Not only because um, uh, John kind of Popularizes baptism And it's the only place this happens In the Old Testament is with a military commander Um, But uh, also it's not Elijah Who does it, it's Elisha his You know, the person who gained a double Portion of his spirit And so it's a way of God pointing out Look, you know, things aren't just dwindling down You know, if you think of energy always losing just a little bit of its energy through transfer or whatever, like God defies that by having this incredible prophet be capable of eclipsing his mentor, uh, Eli- Elisha, eclipsing Elijah. Not not really, but like he has all this power and yet he's not Elijah. Um, And so it's, it's just interesting. But the other thing I was going to point out was the uh, with Naaman Assyrian, it happens right before the Shunammite woman, which, especially in John, and I want to say Matthew, mimics the Samaritan woman, um, with it, who's the, this person who has the longest conversation with Jesus in any of the Gospels. And so there's really important parallels, not just to the marg- socially marginalized, but to the ecclesiastically marginalized right the jews did not like the romans i mean they tolerated them jesus didn't really have a whole lot of interactions with them but to bestow you know military personnel especially not their own military personnel with the kind of honor that captain marvel is bestowed upon you know, he says jesus says he's found no one who has such great faith in all of israel and uh, name in the syrian is the only person baptized in the old testament he's He receives this healing miracle for nothing, but that he came and asked, subjecting himself to this foreign shaman. Right, Um, reinforcing the centrality of humility in the biblical witness. Right, you know, uh, in the Captain Marvel, um, one one of the things that's verbatim carried between Matthew and Luke is, uh, "Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you. Only say the word, and I shall be healed. I too am a man under authority." I say to this one, go, and he goes. I say to the other, he comes, and he comes. Blah blah blah, like it's about humility. Um, and one of the things that you know John uh, and Peter kind of get at this backhanded compliment uh, before the council gets at the the inverse of humility. Like the Jews, Peter and John are suggesting lacked humility, and that certainly could be true of you know this corrupted. Priesthood that had gone from being the Zadokite kind of vaunted uh, clan to this literal, you know, the, the Bothius family and the, you know, Caiaphas family, the, I can't remember their names, they essentially bought the high priesthood. So it was not seen as legitimate at all. Um, and so the, the close circling around our tradition of humility with faith and piety. Um, And confidence is one that I see mirrored in military service, or at least the lessons that you can learn if you're you're humble enough to be taught um, while you're in, in service in the military. A Prayer for Quiet Confidence from the Book of Common Prayer O God of Peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, in quietness and in confidence shall be our strength. By the might of your Spirit, lift us, we pray, to your presence where we may be still and know that you are God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in into First Formation, where Pew, Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PPUHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it three ways to participate in first formation. I hope you'll continue to listen even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.